Hey fam, it is Phoenix. Um, I'm kind of sort of having microphone issues. I don't know what's happening here, so hopefully this is all going to pick up okay. But um, yeah, I guess this is the Phoenix Kalita show. I don't have a better fucking name for it, even though it's weird. Um, and, you know, just want to do some sex worker rights updates and some swap updates and whatnot. So, uh, if you are not following Decrim NY, you should be because they're fucking amazing. Um, so, uh, I follow their Twitter, I follow them on social media, and it turns out that, um, they have helped pass, pass, uh, a bill to expand criminal record relief for trafficking survivors, and that bill has now, uh, passed the Senate Codes Committee today with a vote of eight, eight, four, and four against and, of course, this uh, little um, blurb notes that survivors frequently have drug, larceny, trespass, and other charges on their records as a result of their exploitation and should not have to, quote, prove rehabilitation to clear these charges. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York, New York, in early April, Decrim NY, a 30-plus organization coalition working to decriminalize, decarcerate, and destigmatize the sex trades in New York uh, City and state, had introduced a bill to expand the relief available to human trafficking survivors with criminal records resulting from their exploitation. Senate, Len uh, woo, Senate Labor Committee Chair Ramos and Senate Women's Health Committee Chair Salazar and Assembly Health Committee Chair Gottfried are leading the sponsorship of the bill. Today, the bill passed out of the Senate Codes Committee and Senators uh, Andrew Lanza, Thomas O'Mara, and Patrick Gallivan and Phil Boyle all voted against it. Keep those names in mind. Hmm? Also note, Senator Brian Benjamin abstained. Fucking asshole. The bill will advance to the floor for a vote. In 2010, New York State became a national leader when it amended its criminal procedure law to allow survivors of trafficking to vacate their quote-unquote prostitution-related convictions. Uh, while this was a good first step, it still means trafficking survivors are criminally prosecuted for a wide range of offenses, including drug, larceny, trespass, and other offenses, and were forced to that they were forced to commit and have no way to clear such offenses from their records. Uh, and you know what? And that's really like important to know. And this is something that we talk about with decriminalization too: is that decriminalizing sex work is awesome, but that's the first step because then, you know, if like for example, you're an outdoor sex worker, you're doing street-based sex work, right? You're still in a situation where you can still get charged with loitering, right? Or if you are um, maybe um, seeing a client in a car or in a public space, you can be charged with like public indecency type shit, you know? And those are the types of things that a lot of sex workers get caught up on. And it's very difficult to get a straight job outside of the sex industry when you have a criminal record, even if your criminal record isn't necessarily for, you know, a prostitution related charge, you can still be charged for other things. So this is really important and I'm glad that they're pushing this. And this is, um, I think the next step of the conversation around decriminalization, we need to talk about all the other things that sex workers get arrested for, right? Cause you know, we've talked about stuff like, um, you know, like being trans or being a person of color and having condoms was like, oh, police will be like, oh, this is this is proof this person is a prostitute, right? Yeah, that absolutely happens and that has absolutely the prostitution charges. But if you have multiple, um, you know, like loitering charges and larceny charges, you're still not gonna be able to get a fucking job, right? You're still having to spend time in jail. If you did have a straight job as well, you're still going to lose that job because you had to spend, you know, 
a fucking weekend in county jail being detained and processed and all that. Or maybe you had to spend a couple months in jail because they needed the prison slave labor. Um, you know, these things fucking happen. And so it's important to note, especially with decrim, that while decriminalization is around, uh, you know, what is now termed as prostitution offenses, there's still other things that need to happen. And that does need to include things like these fucking like loitering charges and shit like that and trespassing charges, right? So this is hugely, hugely important work. And I'm very, very happy about this. So um, <clears throat> anyways, back to this, back to the article. Uh, so they note New York now lags behind many other states in record relief policies for survivors. More importantly, this bill builds on earlier efforts to correct shortcomings in the law by making it clear survivors do not need to show they have been rehabilitated, which is also like, I know I said I was just going to read the article, but I fucking lied. Also, like, how the fuck do you rehabilitate a sex trafficking victim? Like, I think that prostitution is bad and I will not do it anymore and I found Jesus. Like, that's what the fuck they mean. Like, they're not actually concerned about victims of sex trafficking because oftentimes um, the most marginalized sex workers have been in a trafficking situation at one point, but they're still fucking criminalized, obviously. Like, what the fuck? All right. Um, oh, so that was a direct quote, actually, from Kate. Oh, shit. I'm a, I'm a nail this name, y'all. Uh, Mogulescu, <laughs> an assistant professor at the Clinical Law School of Brooklyn. Um, that was her quote. Most importantly, the bill builds on earlier efforts to correct shortcomings in law by making it clear survivors do not need to show they have been rehabilitated to be eligible for record relief. Uh, in our bill, convictions are vacated on the merits, which is recognition that trafficking survivors should not bear the weight of criminal records for offenses they were compelled to commit in the first place. Yeah, I mean, that seems like common fucking sense, right? And yet here the fuck we are. 2019, still trying to pass this shit. In addition to expanding record relief, the bill also protects the confidentiality of documents filed in court and permits the consolidation of cases from different counties. I was, a, uh, this is a quote from Anna, who is going under um, uh, an assumed name for obvious reasons and is a member of Decrim NY. And her quote is, I was a victim of human trafficking for, wow, my alarm's going off. <laughs> Sorry, I was a victim of human trafficking for years and I was convicted of many crimes as a result of my traffickers. While the court cleared my prostitution offenses, I still have four non-prostitution related offenses that remain on my records. Despite decades of activism and organizing for the safety of our trans-Latina communities, these four offenses prevent me from safely applying for a replacement green card and becoming a naturalized citizen. The burden of having a criminal record is heavy. Oh, that's fucked up. Um, and then a quote from Aya Tasaki, who is a manager and uh, manager of policy at Womankind, said, In our service provision, we see trafficking survivors who have a variety of offenses on their criminal record that they were forced to commit and that record remains with them long after their exploitation has ended. Criminal records stigmatize and isolate people from their communities. They also limit access to housing, employment, social services, and immigration pathways. They prevent survivors from moving on with their lives. We urge legislators to move this to a floor vote and pass the bill now. And, like, I, it's so frustrating because I'm like, yes, you're doing the work, and it's amazing, and it's wonderful, and we're finally making progress. But it's also, like, it's 20-fucking-19, y'all. It's 20 fucking 19 and we're still having to fucking tell legislators that you can't just fucking, um, you know, keep records on people because they can never fully get out of an industry 
uh, you know, this way. And it's like so fucking depressing. Like it is so fucking depressing. (sighs) But that's how much people hate sex workers. And, you know, this is about people who've been trafficked. But like to a certain extent, like don't let that fool you because people hate trafficked people, too. Right. The idea of engaging in any sort of sex act where there is any sort of financial compensation or any any type of compensation really, really fucking pisses off society. And all this fucking we're just trying to save the sex workers. No, the fuck you're not. You're really fucking not like at all at all. All right. Um, this is Jessica Raven, former survival sex worker and member of Decrim NY's steering committee, who, by the way, is awesome. And you should follow them on Twitter. Uh, criminalization is a root cause of trafficking. It's not uncommon for trafficking survivors to get re-trafficked because they walk out of an exploitative, exploited, <laughs> I don't know why I cannot say the word exploitative. It's hard. I don't know why. Uh, so they walk out of a situation with access to resources limited by their criminalization. We rarely hear about what happens to survivors after they exit a trafficking situation, but it is key to preventing further exploitation. Do they have access to housing, health care, and a stable income? A criminal record often blocks, accesses, uh, blocks access to these critical resources. So fucking true. And I think folks don't, like, realize, you know, um, what... Uh, you know, having a criminal record can do. It's not just even just like finding a job. It's like you might not be able to get food stamps. Um, you might not qualify for like Medicaid, right? So like uh, healthcare for low-income people, right? You won't qualify for fucking Section 8 so you can get housing, right? You won't qualify for any other type of like local housing vouchers. You know, it. this shit will ruin your fucking life. And our criminal justice system is something else all entirely. All right. Uh, Another quote, vacating survivors' records will move a real barrier to seeking alternative employment and will ensure they cannot be trafficked again. The passage of this bill in the Senate Codes Committee today is a monumental step in protecting victims of trafficking. We must pass the bill this session. Survivors of sex trafficking and labor trafficking should not have to wait any longer, said committee chair Jessica Ramos. It is unacceptable. In 2019, New York is still criminally prosecuting trafficking survivors and burdening them with criminal records. Today's vote to advance record relief in the Senate Codes Committee means New York is one step closer to dismantling the devastating cycle of violence and incarceration that is all too familiar with trafficking survivors across our state and which disproportionately uh, disproportionately impacts marginalized people, including LGBTQ people, uh, immigrants and people of color. I'm proud to support this effort and look forward to bringing it to the floor with my colleagues. Yes. I mean, all of this, just fucking yes to all of it. I think that's um, fantastic. And I, you know, I want more of it, you know, (sighs) but it's also, like I said, it's so fucking disappointing that it's 2019 and we're still like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have people who were victims of sex trafficking, having criminal records for what they were forced to do while being trafficked. Like, ugh. Okay, and then I have one more story. I just, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's long and it's fucking obnoxious, but um, the, this is on the Boston Globe. The title of the article is In Wayland, Suburban Dog Walking Moms Target Sex Trafficking, right? It's fucking ridiculous. So um, a lot of this is like, um, like getting really in depth with what these women think. And I don't care what they think because they're fucking ridiculous. So I'm just going to kind of skip around a little bit. Um, so it says that um, 
with a fire crackling in the living room and a handmade birthday poster on the wall, eight suburban moms gathered around the kitchen, uh, hatching a plan of attack. Their goal was nothing short of audacious. They would put an end to sex trafficking massage parlors in Massachusetts. Eight days earlier, in the wake of allegations at Florida Day Spas and revelations about similar businesses closer to home, one of the women who goes by Pat had begun looking skeptically at spas in her town. Now, I've talked multiple times about this fucking Robert Kraft, this fucking, I think it was Organs of Asia spa shit. There was no human trafficking there. I know I made a really good headline, but there was no fucking trafficking there. So already, like, from the start, their shit is fucked up, right? And so this Pat person, who's a fucking asshole, um, is, uh, you know, just, it goes on and on about her. She's, you know, I'm going to end sex trafficking and I'm skeptical of any spa run by Asian people because I'm actually just a fucking racist. And she texted members of her dog walking group, the Wayland Moms Pup Walk, and other friends who had been involved, involved in grassroots organizing. A highly motivated bunch of racists. They included uh, a Harvard MBA who was a racist, a training consultant who was a racist, a tech executive who was a racist, and an advisor on partnerships who was a fucking racist. Uh, In a few days, both spas would be shut down, but not the way anyone intended. No criminal charges were filed by police. No women were identified as victim of sex trafficking, let alone rescued from the squalid back room of a spa. Pat and her friends set out to save women from exploitation, but chased two businesses out of their own backyard. Uh Uh-huh. Now, they would never know if their suspicions had been right. But they were just getting started. Because we fucked up two businesses. Why not do more? Uh. Uh. Okay. So this is the story of a group of residents so agitated by news of other women's exploitations, they they launched a vigilante response to a global problem in their Midwest bedroom, or their Metro West bedroom community. The women weren't affected by the massage parlors personally. They'd been driving right by them for weeks without noticing them at all. Hiding in plain sight behind a florist and a deli, respectively, both businesses had rear entrances and parking lots that could be discreetly accessed by customers. Both spas loomed large for the women after they learned that similarly nondescript storefronts harbor women lured from China with uh, with offers for legitimate jobs and then forces them to work as prostitutes. Yeah, okay. The fucking pearl clutching. Ah, uh, let me skip down. Um, we decided as a group we wanted to help the women, said Pat. We want to train the community on what to look for. You don't know what to look for because you're just a fucking racist. You're Asian people are doing things, therefore human trafficking is involved. That's your whole fucking criteria, you fucking racist. Um... The women began gathering on Tuesday nights and invited the Globe to sit in on their planning sessions, though they declared to decline to be fully identified for fearing their safety of being outed as racist. Um, experts in human trafficking have expressly warned concerned citizens not to confront owners of a business they find suspicious. Instead, like I like how they have a hyperlink to Polaris, which is some fucking trash. Instead, it uh, encourages people to call the National Human Trafficking Hotline or report suspicions to police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then of course it notes you should never set foot inside a suspected place where human trafficking, sex trafficking is occurring. But of course Pat did because Pat is a white woman who knows things. Um, she showed up with a cover story. She was collecting donations for a fundraiser. Would the owner be willing to donate a gift certificate? She said an Asian woman wearing short shorts, whatever the fuck that means. I don't know how short, short, <laughs> how short, 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 short,
how short is short, right? And Wedged Heels answered a few questions, but when Pat asked, are you here of your own free will, the woman pretended she didn't understand English and the conversation was over. Get the fuck out, white woman. Uh, Pat headed straight to the Wayland Police Department where its sergeant said the business was already on their radar. Uh, he divulged a few details and shared this. Did she know a second spa had opened up? Because that's what police should do when a racist white woman comes in and comes in and says, I think this business is harboring sex slaves because they're Asian and I don't like Asians. You should definitely tell her where the next place of people of color has a new business springing up. Because why the fuck not? Professionalism, people. Fucking professionalism. She rushed over there as soon as she left the station using the same uh, cover story. The interior was similar, right down to the sinkage, fake plants, and covered windows. And another Asian woman in short shorts, I don't know how short that means, and wearing wedge heels. When she started taking pictures of the massage licenses on the wall, an older, older man working there raced down the hall to find someone to speak English. He put her on a cell phone with the owner, who said that the spa was too new to offer gift certificates. The next day... Wayland Detective Sergeant Jamie Berger told Pat he was already investigating, but he also told her how difficult it is to gather evidence in cases like this. Pat, you fucking racist asshole, is a fan of local police because you're also a fucking bootlicker, uh, noting that Wayland is routinely rated one of the safest communities in the state and the country because y'all be on some not-in-my-backyard bullshit. But she says she was underwhelmed by their response in this case. The department didn't seem to share her sense of urgency or fear that they may, there may be trafficking victims inside. Because there weren't trafficking victims, it was just sex workers who knew what they were going to do when they showed up to work in the morning. And you are a fucking racist and a fucking whorephobic asshole, so you ruined everybody's life. Was it possible, one friend asked her at the meeting, that police simply couldn't divulge how much they knew? If there was an active, investiga active investigation, they couldn't share information. Could they be downplaying what they're doing? The tech executive noted. The tech executive, I note, is a fucking racist. Uh, to some extent, they were. Chief Patrick Swanick assured Pat and the Globe uh, that she was the only one who had raised an issue about the spa, saying the single complaint was from Pat and it was based on rumors, whispers about town, and websites. But that wasn't exactly true. An incident report uh, Swanick shared with the Globe showed Berger had lost an investigation in December based on a, quote, anonymous source, whom Berger later explained was a friend without firsthand evidence. Hey, we have no evidence, but white people are saying things and they're upset. Let's launch an investigation and put this business out of business. White supremacy is fucking amazing, people. Fucking amazing. Um, so he had uh, taken the tip seriously enough to begin surveillance about six weeks before Pat came in. Inside, they found luggage, a TV, and clothing that had been washed, uh, what Berger characterizes in, in his incident report as evidence of someone living there. Over a platter of cookies at their first meeting, the women considered how to take a stand against sex trafficking. Fucking, I fucking hate white women, man. Should they hold signs in the spa's parking lot to create awareness? No. If they did, they'd have to take a constant presence, working in shifts like the Salvation Army bell ringers. Hmm. Should they leave flyers on the car windshields with uh, ominous I-know-what-you're-up-to messages? This could shame local Johns out of visiting the shops. But what were their legal boundaries? How? Y'all just mind your own fucking business. How about that? Mind your own fucking business. Um, what were their legal boundaries? Could they be sued for harassment or libel? Would they put families at risk by attaching names to a public campaign? We don't know what we're doing. We're just a bunch of moms sitting in this kitchen. You're being fucking racist in a fucking public nuisance, uh, said the tech executive who's a fucking racist. 
surely there were organizations with expert uh, expertise and insights to share, noted a woman. Um, CJ, who had recently worked with an anti-trafficking organization, had just been tapped for a separate initiative. She offered to hit up her contacts and seek suggestions, uh, while the other women formed pairs and trios uh, for other assignments. One team would seek insights from communities that had already cracked down on mas illicit massage businesses. Another would explore the, the status of legislative efforts. Now, peep how they keep doing all this, but no trafficking victim has been found. <laughs> Not a single fucking one. Um, all right. Uh, and then Caroline, one of the members of this group who kind of knows she's an asshole, uh, felt that the, they should focus on the victims, the women they hope to help and signify a reach far beyond Wayland. Otherwise, she said it has a flavor of nimbyism to me. No, it's not a flavor of nimbyism. It is nimbyism, ma'am. Uh, they would start their work in Wayland, expend to Metro West, and set their sights on ridding all of Massachusetts of illicit massage businesses. And they would call their group Operation Rescue. Now, again, peep, this started out about being saving women, and now it's just, we're going to put all Asians out of business. Who's being rescued? Did they find anybody who's trafficked? No. Mm-hmm. So Pat, who works for a boutique investment bank, I don't even know what the fuck that is, approached the venture with a business mindset. They needed, in order to operate, a, sp a spa needs a place to rent, a massage therapy license from the state, and a business permit from the town. This meant Wayland's from familiar local landlords, real estate brokers, and bureaucrats may have been, whether wittingly or not, doing business with people involved in sex trafficking. And she decided to pressure all of them. Because <laughs> you're a fucking racist asshole. Um... Yeah, okay, this is so fucking long. Um, let me skim down a little bit. Uh, the properties where the spas had opened were zoned for business and spas were permitted by right. Building Commissioner Jeffrey Larson told The Globe he would need a written complaint to go after the spas. He hadn't gotten one, and Pat had not been able to convince town planner Sarkis Sarkissian to issue one. Sarkissian told The Globe he had regular regulatory control over signage, and uh, though one spa sign was illegal, that wasn't unusual, and he couldn't target a single business for scrutiny. Mr. Sarkissian knows how to mind his own fucking business, apparently. Um, and what about the allegations uh, that someone was illegally, illegally living inside the spa to groups fighting human trafficking like Polaris? That could be an indicator of likely human trafficking. I could say could be an indicator and then likely in the same sentence. Like, maybe, but likely. So, okay, cool with the fear-mongering. Um, let me see where... Yeah, I'm just, like, kind of skimming because this article is long as shit, y'all. It really fucking is. Um, uh, 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 so they didn't have clear evidence that... Yeah, so the police went into all these spots. They didn't have clear evidence someone was living there. Um... They talked to the workers there, and the women said they lived outside in a different town called Quincy, and says she kept personal belongings at the spa because her apartment was small and they were using the back for extra storage space. Okay. So they can't actually prove that the women are, in fact, working there. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, Berger's report notes that while in the spa, he researched credit card receipts and discovered all but one of the recent customers were male and several had offered $50 tips that were almost as large as a, as a transaction. It is known through investigations that typically a sex act would be conducted and a large tip given for that act. All right, so $50 is a large tip. Okay, let's let's go with that on the East Coast. All right. Uh, but without a victim or actual evidence of illegal sex, police didn't have anything to charge anyone with, according to police chief Swanick. Hmm. 
We had zero evidence of sex trafficking taking place. Well, hmm, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, police got sad because they weren't allowed to pull shit uh, like they did in Florida because Massachusetts laws do not permit uh, the type of undercover surveillance that police conducted in Florida where hidden cameras allegedly captured more than 200 men receiving sex acts. This is not Florida, said Berger. We were not putting up cameras in the business or anything like that. The other step police took was uh, contacting property owners. Like Pat, who asked the landlords of both businesses how much they knew about tenants' activities, police told the property owners they were hearing about the spas. The landlords talked to the spa owners both, uh, and both confirmed this to the Globe. And though the owners of the spas denied they were involved in any illegal activity, even telling the Globe in interviews they didn't know why they were suddenly unwelcome in Wayland, they both left their leases without a fight. So yeah, so you fucking put them out of business. That's awesome. But Pat and her friends were far from satisfied because you're some racist fucking assholes worrying about where the spas would relocate. They had already learned illicit massage businesses when threatened with exposure will often shut up abruptly only to pop up in another community. From my standpoint, just getting rid of these two spots in Wayland is pointless because all they're going to do is take the girls and move somewhere else, said the racist tech executive at the first meeting. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's what you wanted. You just didn't want it in your town. You didn't actually care at the idea that any of these women were actually being trafficked. You didn't give a fuck. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, about all I need to... Uh, oh, hold on. There's one more thing. The women joked about how visitors would flood the town of Wayland if they streamed online footage. And Caroline, who's a fucking racist, said, Ha, we should call it a Johnny cam. Right. Right. So they wanted to put up cameras outside these spas to see who's coming and going because that's going to make trafficked women safe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's racism. It's definitely racism. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to cover that. And you know, I, I cover this type of shit a lot because I want it to be known exactly how much bullshit these niggas is on. Like, they're on this whole, we're trying to save the women, and we just want to put the women and trafficked people, and it's, like, so bad, and, like, all you did was put Asian people out of business. You didn't save anybody because your goal wasn't to save anybody, right? Like, let's just take the fucking disingenuous part out and acknowledge what's actually happening. It's white people being uncomfortable with the idea of the sex trade existing with consensual sex workers, particularly if they're not white, and so they're just going to be racist fucking assholes and use police and white supremacy to ruin people of color's lives. Like, let's just be fucking real about it, right? Okay. So, this ended up being way longer than I anticipated, so let me get the fuck up out of here and get the rest of the shit I have to get done today, okay? If you like what we do, always, we have the paypal.me slash phoenixandwilliam. We also have the patreon.com slash Media fund. Please stay as safe as you, as safe as you can be wherever you are. I am fucking out of here.